Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry, the boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. And uh, help our friend out, Jerry the Diver Guy, buy a new boat, a liveaboard vessel. He's going to join us towards the end of the uh, show today. A and new old boat. A, a, a what, Patrick? A new old boat. A new old boat. That's what he's planning to purchase. He's found uh, a few new candidates. We're going to go over uh, those yeah, with him. Yeah, we're, we're going we're gonna to have to have an intervention with Well, Jerry. that may be. <laughs> and, uh, there's, one on, there's one on there that's good we can talk about. Okay, all right. There, there could be some dissension wait, wait, amongst wait, the uh, no, World no, of Boating crew on. here. I is don't it, know. Is it, the, is it the aft cabin one? No. It's okay. the one named Titanic. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, let's just leave it at that for now. We'll, we'll bring Jerry on so he can defend himself or Well, I was trying to get a little bit thoughts. of insight because I just got this text with like nine boats listed on it a right. minute ago. Well, okay. Because, you know, nobody thought to text it to me, you know, like during the week, like before we do the show and hey, you know, Patrick, can you do a little bit of research and yeah. that way you can give uh, Jerry the, the benefit of you know your 35 plus years in the industry and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know all that and yeah no, no we've no. been too busy Patrick doing things like uh, new songs that we can use on the show periodically like uh, this little ditty Yeah, that was the. Uh, <laughs> I have no did idea you, what they just did. You, said. That was did the new that? song that I did. Yeah, the world's shortest song. That. I wrote it, I produced it, and I played it on my new guitar. You're welcome. And, it, and 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 you can hear every bit of your. No, the vocals were so muddy. What? What are you talking about? Listen, <laughs> listen up. Wrong. 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 Is that what you're wrong. saying? Yeah, yeah. So every time you say something that is, I thought he was saying uh, hung. Wrong. It wasn't. This will be an earworm that you will never get out of your head, Barry. And unfortunately, I'll probably have to play it quite a bit, knowing how wrong Barry and well the rest of the crew can be. I think think the lyrics are enchanting. Yeah. See, Mike knows. Uh, I don't have a song. I would play a song right now that said "Right, right, right," but I don't have that. I only have this one that just says "Wrong." Get used to it. Get get yeah. the crap out of your ears. Mixer, man. Well, oh, jeez. Mike, Mike is cl- surely aiming for the Greg and Mike's World of Boating show. Okay. Right. Um, nice so, century equipment in there. So so just just so I can be prepared, Mike. Which which one of these boats were you thinking so that I can research it during the break so I can totally discount everything that you're saying about it. <laughs> Uh, so the, the boat that I think would be good for him to look at is the 40, the 40, the, the 400 right. express. Yep. Yep. The 400 express based on the age and what I know about how that boat was built. Um, you know what? Solid, that's, that's actually so, not a, not that, a terrible option. Yeah. Because the other ones, my, my question to Jerry was going to be, if he's got any height restrictions where he's planning on being, yeah. all those other boats are going to be a problem. Hmm. Well, they're no taller than mine. 
my, my boat's 18 feet high and, uh, um, you know, where, where the bridges are, they open or they're tall enough for me to go under all yeah. up and down this, this river. And of course, all up and down the ICW, he'd be fine. But, but I have a suggestion for Jerry that's going to blow your minds when we get him on the last uh, segment of the show. Okay. Uh, well, we'll leave yeah. it at that. What else we got to cover in the meantime, Patrick? Um, so, a week full of boating news. Uh, needless to say, as boating season ramps up um, elsewhere in the country, because, of course, here in the lovely state of Florida, it is uh, literally year-round. Um Unfortunately, there we've had some accidents reported this week, and we also had one, actually two deaths that I just want to kind of get out of the way. And this one kind of threw me for a loop. Um, Pete Lamons, who was a tight end on the Jets Super Bowl winning team, died at the age of 77 when he fell off his boat during a fishing tournament. And when the story posted on World of Boating, um, you know, I, I was under the impression that the tournaments would require you to wear PFDs. Uh, one of our uh, great listeners, David Bilia, uh, chimed in with a uh, response there and said uh, his understanding is, yeah, while they're running the boat, but if they're using the trolling motor or else, you know, just in the boat, they're, they're not required to wear anything, which would seem odd to me. Hmm. Yeah, I don't like it when they do those tournaments and they're naked. <sighs> well... <laughs> Well, that's that's the problem. You're holding on to those big rods. You eating something. Oh, quit it! Stop it, Barry. Really, that's not appropriate. Mm. Wait, All this right. was an offshore tournament or a? Uh, no, it was a, uh, a like a like like a bass tournament. Yeah. So okay, you know, I, I would I would just think that the the tournaments would require that you wear are wearing some kind of a flotation device at all times, whether it's the suspender style or. You know, certainly not the horseshoe collar, uh, they, they big require, orange one, but they require a friend of mine is a professional bass uh, pro tour uh, fisherman, mm-hmm. and I know they uh, require it while underway. I'm not sure they require it when stopped. Yeah, where yeah, did this and, incident happen? Was this Florida or where? Patrick? No, it was it wasn't Florida. I believe this was um, out in Texas. Okay, I mean, so, uh, I, I just wonder he drowned. Well, I just wonder if there's some state restrictions that kind of monitor that too, and they kind of abide and, by that, or what do you think? And during during the tournament, he was he was actually competing in his 57th career tournament mm, in the wow. MLF Toyota Series. Um, the uh, game warden got a call about an angler had fallen overboard at 10:05 a.m. Uh, the attempts to rescue him were unsuccessful, and his body was later recovered using sonar. Yeah. So, now, did that happen while the boat was underway, or was he stationary? It it does not say in the yeah. article. But again, you know, David uh, responding on our Facebook page said, you know, it's his understanding that, and as Mike you pointed out, that if the boat's stationary or if they're using the trolling motor, which they wouldn't be stationary. Uh, but again, trolling motor is activated by your foot, so if you were to fall overboard, it would you would think that it would stop. Um, yeah. that they're not required to wear one. I just found that to be strange that you wouldn't be required to want be be required to wear one throughout the tournament. That's all. Because yeah. we all know things it doesn't always happen when the boat's moving. The things happen when the boat station a rogue wave, yeah. another yeah. boat comes at you, you have some kind of a medical emergency, you trip um and you're in the water and you can't pull yourself yeah. back into that boat 
Yeah. You well, know, accidents, accidents in, in, in the Bass Pro Series or any, any of the Bass uh, tournaments are actually more common than you think because those boats haul ass. Um, Oh, they fly. Yeah. They, they, they uh, like my, my friend's boat does 76 miles an hour. Wow. Yeah. 76 miles an hour. Yeah. And that's and, pretty much just the, uh, the transom edge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's about a foot, there's about <laughs> mm-hmm. a foot and a half of the bottom of the boat still in the water. And the rest of it is the skeg. Yeah. You know? if, if at all, it, unless they had the motor on the jack and they jacked that up. So it's yeah, once fine. they, once they start to get unstable, um, you know, uh, they they start to to chine walk, mm-hmm. and you lose control. And well, they can throw you, I, uh, Patrick. You know? Where are you going with this, though? I mean, are you just saying that the the tournament people should require it, or should it just be up to you know personal responsibility? These <laughs> well, fishermen, if they're going to go that fast, they should be wearing these anyway. And uh, you know, is that well, kind of way for sure? They do right. Yeah. Uh, one, yeah. One, I was bringing it up because it's relevant boating news. Um, two, I was bringing it up as a point of discussion. Because I would think that tournaments would require, while their contestants are out on the water, that a PFD of some kind is required to be worn while you're taking part in their tournament, whether the boat is running, you're using the trolling motor, or you're just you're you're just drifting and and casting for for fish. I just it it struck me as odd as you'd have to wear it. While the boat's moving, you get to your fishing spot, move up to use the trolling motor, and you mm-hmm. take your life jacket off. That's it. Just seems yeah. uh, it just seems weird. That's all. Well, well, I mean, bass fishing in particular is a very active, physically active uh, type of fishing, and a lot of you know, you're you're casting a lot. You're using you know, you got to feel the rod for, right you know, when the fish are biting things mm-hmm. like that. So maybe you know for that reason they. Felt they don't encumbered. require it, but yeah, yeah. I, don't know. I yeah. think a, a suspender style with the CO two cartridge well, isn't going to yeah, restrict same. your movement. Well, you know, so, here's yeah. the thing, though. It, it once again, it's personal responsibility, or does the tournament require it? I mean, the, well, the, the question. That's becomes, the question, isn't it? Does it? Well, it also if if people start really getting hurt or drowning or dying from this, is it good for the name of the tournament to have that happen? Well, that's yeah, a policy. It's then. Resp- it's, well, well, yeah, yeah that's it's, it's saying. Yeah. It's, it's it's good for them because it's like a NASCAR race. Why do people go to a NASCAR race? It's not to see the cars turn left. They're waiting for the big accident. Well, and, and well, I don't know that the fishing tournaments were looking for accidents, are we? I know, I see where you're going, but I don't know. We'll continue this discussion on the other side right here on the World of Boating. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK seven resin to their exclusive power claw latches nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear plus nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market the company has been around for over 15 years but it's new to the u.s so we've made a small number of nano cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scuba radio.com go there now and check out nanook 
the evolution of protection. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast once the winch is set there's a switch inside the trunk shouldn't you be on the bridge the boat will tell me if there's an obstacle how far can it take us three thousand miles more if we don't stress the engine That'll give us options. And we'll go boating, boating, boating. We'll go boating, boating, boating. We'll go boating, boating, boating once again. This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, Barry Zibooter, uh, rounding out the crew. All right, so we had this uh, tragic incident this week a guy lost his life in a fishing tournament uh evidently he wasn't wearing a pfd well yeah we don't know all the details sonar you know well i mean who knows what exactly happened but i think what what you're wondering uh patrick is you know should tournaments require this even more stringently than maybe they did for this particular one uh but but i don't know i, I take the other side i think it comes down to the personal responsibility i mean you know when these tragic things happen uh isn't this just one more example like well you don't want to end up like that guy uh wear your pfd just use some common sense if you're going to be going fast on a boat or if you're going to be on a boat period uh you probably ought to wear a pfd and if you don't well you're taking uh some chances and how comfortable are you with that i mean do you wear do you wear a pfd every time every minute you're on a boat no and, I mean, I'm sitting you, on my you, boat right now, and I'm not wearing one. Well, exactly. You are, you're wearing an inner tube. We just can't see it. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, do I have to sing it again? No, and it's not do I have to sing it again, either. really? No. Wrong. 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 See? Yes, yeah. Barry. Go ahead, Barry. NASCAR has rules for racing. When right. Dale Earnhardt died, yeah. they changed the rules. Should they have just said... Okay, guys, this is your personal responsibility. Do what you want with your cars. We won't have any rules. It's no, their I, game. Well, it's their I, game. They set up the rules to protect the people that don't think ahead. 
Oh, well, is, well, is that, well, okay, maybe. Yeah, but uh, we I, don't need a nanny state. Yeah, you know? we don't. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you I mean, don't have to, you don't have to participate either. Well, you know, once again, I don't know if a fishing <laughs> tournament is comparable to NASCAR either. I mean, uh, you're kind of off by yourself fishing with another buddy, maybe on a boat. It's not yeah, like a spectator I, sport per I, se. I've heard that when they start off, it's like a drag race. They all go out. To, it, it is. It's okay. a Grand Prix start. Right. Yeah. All right. It's a Grand well. Prix start. And and by the way, you know, someone falling off a boat and drowning um, in a tournament like that—that's the rarest of the accidents that occur in those tournaments. Mm-hmm. Most of the most of the accidents are the result of uh, bass boats traveling at a high rate of speed and getting unstable because they hit a wake or something like that that's 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 where those accidents mostly occur yeah, yeah those those bass have set up obstacles in the water overnight <laughs> yeah fish, yeah fish bumps stop but, sticks but have a have a bass boat you know flying across the lake at 70 miles an hour and hitting a manatee or something well <laughs> there's those you know nature speed bumps are going to create a problem every now and then yeah. and yes, that kid i'm yeah. joking pita Send your hate mail to Captain Patrick at worldaboating.com. Go to Orlando. That's where Greg is. And moving on from that, talking Mm -hmm. about personal responsibility, this past week down in Naples, 13 people were saved after their boat sank near Kiwaden Island. Uh, Near what island? Kiwaden. I've never heard of that. I have not either. K-E-E-W-A-Y-D-I-N. Whereabouts is that? Which is probably announced Smithville. Um, yes. but it's probably, probably a sandbar. Uh, yeah. It says I keep waiting Island. So, <laughs> uh, a Marco Island man had a boat full of friends and family. When one of the engines failed, some people on board had never been on a boat before and mm. didn't know how to swim Yeah, Those are the people I want on my boat. Um, mm. the experienced captain didn't think the waves would swallow his boat, leaving his crew in deep water. Now, um, waves, this is the Gulf. Uh, well, here's where it gets. I don't. I don't believe everything this guy's saying. Um, first, he said uh, the bilge pump died. One of the engines died. Things <laughs> got worse quickly for the group that was stuck about a mile from Kuwait Island. The waves were actually three to four footers. Started coming over the front of the boat, and within two minutes, the boat was going down. Got life jackets for everybody. Hmm. Something Wait. isn't. <laughs> What, what, what kind of Yeah, Can, couldn't well, have been it, that big then. They don't. They don't. They don't say the make or model. Um, I want to say must have been a bow rider. Well, With yeah. How many you, people? Eleven people on it. I mean, 13, thirteen total. Thirteen no. total. Okay. Okay. So it's a boat. So it sank because water came over the bow. So it had to be a bow rider because if it was a cabin cruiser or something like that, the water is just going to wash down the sides. Right. But if so, his bilge so, wasn't working and that water was coming in and then well, it wasn't getting here, out of there. Here, here's the thing. The, the little bit that I know about boats and, uh, he knows know, just ba- a ba- little ba- Barry and Mike <laughs> can correct me if I'm wrong, but oh, wait, no, wait, did you say wrong? Yeah. They can, they can correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, yeah, he already but, knows he won't be wrong, but, but boats generally, you know, are designed to float, on top of the water. Ah, that's true. So Ideally, even in, yes. <laughs> e- even in three to four foot waves. Well, the definition of floating under the water is sunk. Yeah, artificial reef is what yeah. uh, so, we're talking about. E- even three to four foot waves, the boat should be able to ride those without the bow taking green water over it at such a rate that 
it sank the boat. Uh, first, I, I, I think the boat was just way overloaded. Thirteen Sounds like people it must have been. Had to be a bow rider. Well, for an average weight of 150 pounds, it's almost 2,000 pounds just there in humans. All right, hmm. this was a twin-engine boat because he did say one of the engines died. So okay. let's let's assume we're at least a 28 to 35. Okay, okay. Uh, so because maybe it was a center console. It, it could have been. Again, mm-hmm. does, doesn't say, but you would think. Okay, one engine died. I've got my other engine. Yeah, just keep yeah. moving. Well, let, let, that. Let, yeah. Let's go. Keep your, bow on, keep your bow under the waves. Keep control and, of the boat. And oftentimes, you know, bilge pumps don't particularly take that moment in time to die. Chances are, one of the checks, and Mike, you're well-versed in this as well as Barry is, you do a systems check on your vessel. That mm-hmm. means you have to get down in the engine compartment. You know, and if you've got a bilge pump with an auto float switch, you know, you activate that auto float switch, wait for the buzz of the the bilge pump Mm -hmm. to come on. You know, the system's active. Relying on just flipping the switch at the helm and watch the red light come on doesn't tell you that it's working. It just is telling you that the red light is lighting up. So going down and and doing a, a a visual inspection of that before you leave, which I understand most people don't do. But this is the reason why you do it, because if that bilge pump wasn't working, if the auto float switch wasn't working, which, again, a bigger boat like that would have been required to have an auto float switch along with the bilge pump. Um, so I, I don't buy the I I think the boat had had a hole issues. in it. Yeah. Yeah. I think the boat I think the boat, had, I think the boat was taken on water somewhere else. By God, Watson, I think you've got it. So, <laughs> well, I mean, it, or if it's a, you know, let's say it's a 22 footer a center console or a, or a bow rider with 13 people on it, two or three waves over the bow. Now you've got an, an additional 400 pounds of water. Flowing around. That's a lot of booty. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right? Big old booties. You're listening to the world of boating radio network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew, Jerry the Diver Guy, going to join us here in just a bit uh, to talk about the, some boats that he has zeroed in on as potential options for him to move to Florida and live on a boat. We'll see how that goes uh, soon enough. Barry's yeah, the Boater, what say you? I had a question about at what sizes uh, do you have to have multiple um uh, bilge pumps. I mean, I have one on my boat. Uh, at what point do you go to two or three? There, hmm. there's not. I don't. You're. I don't believe you're going to find that there is an NMMA or Coast Guard requirement. But I think you'll find that most boat manufacturers, when you start moving up into the 32 foot and uh, larger range, are going to have one aft bilge back by the transom, probably a hmm. forward bilge pump up by the firewall. And then if you've got a bow thruster, they should have a bilge pump up where the bow thruster is mounted in case you develop a leak up in that compartment. Hmm. And then you've got your uh, shower sump pump boxes if you're so fortunate as to have a boat like Mike um, where you've got a uh, 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 shower on board and it pumps into, drains into a unit like that, which is then activated by a float switch and pumps overboard. Unless you have a gray water system, which is then going to pump it into the holding tank until such time as you can just get it uh, pumped out. When it comes to bilge pumps, uh, size matters, I assume, Captain Patrick? 
Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, you're going to find that, you know, probably standard uh, on uh, small boats, I'm going to say like 19 foot, like what we make, you're going to find a 1200 GPH. Um, it's going to be probably more than, um, because honestly, if you've got more water coming in than that, uh, mm-hmm. you've got a problem. But you've those boats, again, under 21 feet are have got flotation foam in them, so they are built that if they did suffer a leak or a hull rupture or something like that, they are not going to completely sink for a period of time. Uh, the flotation foam has to undergo specific testing with uh, exposure to oil, gas, diesel, things of that nature, so that uh, it doesn't break down right away and lose its buoyancy. Yeah, Barry, how big is your mm. bu- uh, uh, bilge pump? That is not a uh, euphemism, five, by the way. Five, 500 okay. gallon per hour. I wanted to get that out there. All right, more coming up on the world of pudding. Stay close. Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Oh, look at this. So much fun, you'll ship your pants. You'll ship your pants, bro! This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew. Uh, momentarily, uh, we're going to be joined by Jerry, the diver guy, who's looking for his liveaboard vessel. He zeroed in on a few more boats we're going to discuss. Uh, but first, I don't know, have we covered the bilge pump uh, issue enough, uh, Barry, or do you have another question about bilge pumps? Not not a question, a comment. Um, one of the things that I do when I'm done for my day of boating and I'm washing things down is I will actually uh, uh, close up my uh, drain plugs and run fresh water in the bilge until that pump kicks on just to run some fresh uh-huh. water through it. Yeah, that and is a euphemism, it, by the way, just for, so we're clear. Uh, not not only does it, it that I know that it, the bilge pump is still working, but I'm getting fresh water through it, try to get any salt water that may have accumulated in there, in there out of there. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You just have to make sure the gazalta exceeds the gazinta. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And I've seen people, they take their little boat and they put on these big old monster bilge pumps, but they still got the little one-inch hose in there that um, basically it just becomes a fire hydrant. Yeah. yeah. You have to have proper yeah. flow is what you're trying to say, right, Barry? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll flow that. And the older you get, the, the less Yeah, okay, that's get. enough. That's enough. <laughs> All right. No piling so, um, on. Get, getting back to boating news, um, with the uh, season kicking into high gear, and again here in Florida, it's it's year round. Down in Barry's neck of the woods this this past week, um, there was unfortunately an incident out on the water where this uh, center console full of people uh, did a hit and run. Oh hit, yeah, hit a guy on a personal on a PWC and left, and the guy died. Oh, oh my god! So. They got that, the guy. Did they get him? Yeah, but they're Excellent. not sure. Yeah, they have to know. They don't know who, who was, was driving the helm. Yeah, ah. one of those. Uh, we don't know who was. Yeah, yeah. That was that was down by the Rickenbacker Marina where that occurred. I'm glad that they they found the boat. And you know, if nobody's going to fess up to who was driving the boat, because that I think that boat had what like 15 people on it. It, it had mm-hmm. a, a number of people. It was um, one of those weekend boaters. Yeah, that 
Um, if, uh, wait, I'm, those, I'm confused. Wait, we're talking about a guy out on a wave runner or jet ski, right? Yeah. yeah. So the yes. boat right. ran into him? Yes. I mean, how how does that happen exactly? Aren't they, wouldn't you say? Because you got a boat full of 15 people. Well, understood, understood. But, the, dr- but the is the guy, was the guy, uh, you know, idled or, you know, staying still and then he got run over by the boat or was it underway? Or do we know? No, I, I think it was underway, but I'm not sure about that. Because he, All I know is that doesn't was the personal it, watercraft have to uh, yield no, right away to a bigger no, vessel? No. Technically, no, they do. No. No, they do not technically. Uh, what do you, where, what, what, no, wait, what, wait. If, if you've got two boats you, going, but the bigger boat usually has precedence no. over the smaller boat as far as direction. <laughs> You're talking about a ship. Yeah. A ship a, that, that, uh, that in uh, a narrow channel or that, that doesn't have the ability to turn as fast. Yeah, in a shipping channel. Yeah, the, 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 you're supposed to give way to the mm-hmm. container vessel. Yeah. Certainly. But in this, no, the, the, the normal rules of the road, if you will, for on the water apply. The fact of the matter is, even if this guy <laughs> shouldn't have left the scene for sure. That, right. That's a no. And, yeah, and that's this 37 foot center console had 10 to 15 people on board. And my feeling is, if none of these people are going to fess up to who was driving the boat, because they know they hit the guy, it's not like you don't know you hit somebody, they should all be charged. My guess is there were probably a lot of different violations on that boat. That many people, I bet they didn't have have, uh, all the Coast Guard required safety gear on board. There was something going on. But if they this, all that, yeah. This brings me to a subject because there was another picture that was posted on World of Boating. It wasn't the uh, Boca Bash this this past week, Barry. Yeah, but I didn't go. Okay. What? This then wasn't much of a bash then, a was it? Ago. Yeah. Okay. So okay. There, there's a picture on, and this was actually a screen grab from um, Wavy Boats on YouTube or, oh, or Wavy is w- great. One of those. So this is a huge center console. I mean, huge. And it is packed full of people. There's not room to... People are sit, sitting on the gunwale, gunnels, I mean, everything. And they're throwing beer bottles over the side. Yep. Yeah, that's not good and, form. It's not good form. And here's what happens. You, as the driver of the boat, the owner of the boat, the person who is, at, who is taking the responsibility of driving that boat, you have to maintain control of your passengers. And if you have so many passengers on your vessel that you can't properly drive that boat, maintain that boat, maintain control of your passengers. You need to get you go back and get people off because that's how uh-huh. this guy on the PWC winds winds up getting hit is you got so many people on the boat, people are all over the place, they're blocking your view, people are yelling, screaming, stereos going. You turn your head because you're talking to to Joe behind you or to to Jill and bam, and it happens that quick. Yeah, hmm. uh, that hap- I saw something like that down at the Columbus Day Regatta where FWC was checking out this really beautiful go-fast boat with a lot of people on board. And they decided to board that boat. I think they wanted to count PFDs, a personal foot, yeah, PFDs. <laughs> and you saw on the other side of the boat, as these, as these officers are climbing aboard, other people are jumping off and swimming away. Yeah, they're like WTF. Yeah, yeah. right. Okay, so... So I, I mean, acronyms today, right? <laughs> so the uh, so you're just saying that uh, people need to I don't know be more responsible as a captain, Patrick. Is that where you're yeah, going? The per- it, listen, I, I've been guilty of this in my youth of certainly having more people on the boat than I probably should have, 
But you know what? I've got this. I've got this this yacht that I'm able to run this weekend, and you know, you, you invite five people and twenty show up. Right. And Mike, I know you know exactly where I'm talking about. Wayside Park. Mm-hmm. I pulled in yes. there with a 42 foot yacht to pick up five people, and twenty people were on the dock. Okay. So then, what did you do? <laughs> you lined them up and said, "Okay, you're cute enough. I, I, you're cute I, enough. I, I, you're no, not." I, I bought everybody on board, oh. made sure I had enough PFDs, okay. which I did, and then we just I. Idled upriver, found an area up on the riverbank, pulled in, beached the boat, tied off, let everybody go swim and do it because I wasn't going. I wasn't going up by Blue Springs. I wasn't going to go up into Silver Glen like I had planned. There were too many people on boat on the boat to where I felt comfortable making a journey further upriver and being able to maintain control of what was happening down in the cabin, what's happening in the aft cockpit. Things of that nature, because my focus is on driving the boat. Mm-hmm. And if I can't put my focus there and, and be uh, and not be uh, have well, my, I mean, my attention diverted, then yeah. I need to make it to where everybody is safe. And not only the people on my boat, but the other people that are out on the water, because I have a responsibility to them as well. Okay. So that's my point. Is it just be I, responsible as a captain? Yeah, it's and a it's, huge it's, responsibility, and, and it's and it's that. and it's hard to turn people away, you know, especially when you're, you know, uh, thirty years old, and you know, you got a group of people, and yeah, you know, you kind of want to be okay. You're going to be the yeah, the, but you're the, the captain. The, yeah, you're the you know, you're the head chief. You're the big kahuna. Well, with, with age comes experience, and you know, again, I. Not wanting to turn people away, I did make the decision that we weren't going to go any further upriver. In fact, Mike, we stopped before, oh. um, uh, what's that that first restaurant there um, as you're going up north past, uh, before you get to Blue Springs? Uh, shooters, because the there's just so yeah, many of them. So, so we, didn't, we didn't, we didn't oh, okay. even go up that far. All we right. stopped at uh, Fort Florida. Which yeah, is, uh, we call it the Redneck Riviera, but it's yeah. Fort Florida. Okay, yeah, so it's uh, it's a deep, it's really deep until you hit the beach. Sounds good, Barry. What say you? No, I was just reading more about the uh, guy that was arrested, and the boat he was driving <laughs> was the thirty-seven uh, foot Axapar boat, the one that won. No that. way. Yes, <laughs> the one that won what? The he boat won. of the year. Boat that, of the year. That was Barry's pick for boat of the year, and it won yeah. boat of the year. Hmm. Well, he has good taste, yeah. evidently. A thirty-seven footer. Yes. And yeah, it, and that and that's got the enclosed cockpit. It yeah. kind of looks almost like a military-ish. Yeah, it looks like pilot house. The, yep. And it yeah. sank in three and four foot waves. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. the one that hit Which the jet one? ski. The one that hit the jet. Oh, ski. the one that hit the jet ski. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. gotcha. Yeah, well, if it was that big, the jet ski didn't have a chance. Obviously, no, he didn't. No. Yeah, yeah, and that's outboard too. So that. Those those were uh, that was twins, right? On that one, yeah, yeah. That that was not not a good deal. So look, as we, especially our listeners that are you know in the Northeast, Upper Midwest, um, out uh, past the uh, Mississippi, boating season is kicking in. Um, just be aware, be vigilant, especially at the helm, uh, of not only yeah. of who you've got on your boat, making sure everybody is safe. But the other people that are out on the water, especially with more paddle boards out there, more canoes, more kayaks. More newbies, more redneck uh, Riviera boaters. 
Well, like Jerry the Diver guy. And pick up your garbage. Potentially. You know, we got to yeah, train well, here, Jerry. Here. If he gets a boat, he we got to make sure he's responsible because he could be one of those naive. He he, he uh, told us last he told us last week he's got a boat uh, that John boat. Yeah, well, uh, but he's looking for something slightly bigger that he can uh, sleep in and not just pass out in. It's coming up next. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spider webbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast man i gotta give me one of these bad boys the upkeep alone would cost you millions you gotta crew it maintain it gas it this thing drinks five gallons a mile. Joe knows boats. That I do. I wish that we could sail our sad days away forever in deep blue seas of paper mache. When we join the yacht club. This is the world of boating. Gregor, first mate, uh, Jerry, the diver guy, now joining us. Uh, he wants to join the yacht club. I believe uh, he may All have right. found a yacht that uh, he's ready to purchase. He sent us some pictures this week. Uh, we have him on the world of boating now. I can't see him, but I see his logo. 
Yeah, fountain divers. Uh, no, it's here. a mountain. Mountain divers uh, in the mountains of Virginia. Drinking divers. That's all I see. Drinking divers. <laughs> he's uh, <laughs> otherwise he's indivisible. Indivis- what? Invisible. Indivisible. But I'm here. Yeah, he's here. Yeah. I hear him. I hear him. He's I just can't house. see him. All right, so Jerry, what the the boat that we have uh, zeroed in out of the what six that you sent Barry and Mike and Patrick is one in particular. Mike, what was it again? So I, I in reading all of them and yeah. knowing you know how they're built and uh, reading some of the work that has been done in the write up, the uh, the Sea Ray four hundred is is the one I think for the money appears to be the best value. All right, so the Sea um, Ray four hundred is uh, how big? Exactly. How long it's a 40, is that? It's a it's a forty foot boat. I actually looked at one about five years ago. Yeah, and uh, was very interested. The good thing about that boat is um, it looks like a Sundancer, but it's not a Sundancer. It has a straight shaft inboard um, arrangement, not a V drive, mm-hmm. um, and the uh, the uh, uh, the hull is is solid fiberglass. It's not a cord hull, right? And, and so you'd have to look at the arrangement and the, the layout of the uh, the cabin to make sure you like it. It's a little different than you would normally see. The guest cabin is kind of off to the starboard side and behind kind of like a horseshoe wall. Okay. But lots of room. Yeah, well, sounds so. like 40-footer. I like the yeah. sound of that. That means more yeah. guest space for well, me. That, that's the big, big thing that I want. I yeah. want room. You want space. For your Listen, guests. The, the, the selling point for Jerry will be this. That it floats? Up in the forward V-berth, there is a black and white tiger stripe bedspread. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought Perfect. leopard skin was more his thing. I, I can put my man Keeney Yeah, I knew that was coming. There. Oh, yeah. that hurts. Oh, and I yeah, do I, believe I, it was I, leopard I don't, skin. I don't even want to think about that. that yeah. the, the, but here's, here's the thing about that boat that, that's important. There's a lot of stuff that was done to that boat that um, will... Yeah, it, it costs a lot of money if you look at that list. You know, yeah. the Isinglass, all the the, the upholstery has been redone. Mm. Um, all the easy stuff. I think yeah. it was repowered with the Anmar diesels. Um, yeah, there's a lot that's been done to that boat that if you had to do it to another boat, there's a couple of other boats on that list that I wouldn't touch. Um, but this one's pretty much ready to go is what you're saying. It seems like it. Yeah. Based that, on, uh, that, what that, are they hiding with all the all the new stuff? Oh, quit being a no. don't poo poo on this idea, Barry. Come on. I found a 112 foot houseboat, two stories, more a than enough room. boat. It's it's a houseboat. <laughs> is that is that part of the, the that, that has right now? Okay, so Barry is off on another list, but that yeah. <laughs> uh, let's stick to, to to what Jerry's list is so far. Patrick, what what say you? Well. Uh, on that boat, that's an aftermarket swim platform, correct? No, the the one that's on there now is uh, what they sold that boat with. Really, that was a factory yeah. install. Yeah, the boat was actually designed um, really for the Mediterranean market. Yeah, um, mm. yeah. So it has a kind of a, a, a weird molded uh, aftermarket. Yeah, it, yeah, it looks like an aftermarket it, swim platform, but it's not. It's what came with the boat. It, it had a power platform, didn't it? No. Was it powered? Uh, that no. Was not the power no, no, no. Okay. No. And you no, and you do you do not want a power platform, sir. No. Yeah. No. But but Jerry the diver guy is kind of uh, worldly and well, uh you know yeah. ha- having something that has like a Mediterranean feel to it probably would fit mm-hmm. his redneck lifestyle quite well. Well, Mediterranean <laughs> what Mike was referring to was the European molded in uh swim platforms. 
is what that took. Uh, that was the design that they moved away from the teak swim platforms to these molded in swim platforms. And then, of course, they found that the swim platforms didn't give people enough room. So then manufacturers started doing these extended swim platforms, which have continued on through what uh, manufacturers are currently Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it has more space, yeah. which is another thing that uh, you know would well, win over Jerry. I, I'd be because I, I haven't driven one of these, but I'd be curious to see if there's any drag with that platform. Ah, uh, drag isn't no, an issue. He, you want the swim no, platform for diving, right, Jerry? Is that oh, yeah. it? No, yeah. There's no drag though. It's out of the water when the boat's in now. Plus, pluses for this. In all seriousness, uh, all the cabinetry is white for mica. So. This, this to me, is a plus because that era of manufacture, they're very easy to maintain. If you get any damage, any scratches, you can repair it easily enough. Mm-hmm. The furniture that's out there now, which is the laminate or the full solid wood with the heavy lacquer, especially if it was made by a certain yacht uh, furniture company that's no longer in business out of Wisconsin, um, has a huge issue. For every manufacturer that they supplied furniture to, with it blooming or getting cloudy, hazy, hmm. um, well, this it. doesn't so, have that, so that's a that's no, no, a win that's too. What I'm saying the, yeah. the white formica is much easier to maintain. One thing you probably might look at doing is it does have the carpet down in the cabin sole. I probably look at maybe taking that out and probably putting yeah, that sometime. There's spots in that. Corner. But the yeah. big question yeah. is: is the price? Right no, for Jerry the diver that's, guy. That's not that's not the question. It is the what, question because no. we don't have time for anything else. So Jerry, what is it? Is the price I, look I, like it I, is I'm in your ballpark? I'm good with that price. Okay, yeah. all right. We may have yeah. found a winner for Jerry the diver guy. We'll find out next oh, week yeah. on the big show. Sure, I like sure the size. Say, hey, by the way, it's Mother's Day tomorrow. Happy Mom's say, Day. I gotta say, Happy Mommy's Day to the best mom in the world. There you go. And on that note, remember whether it's sail or motor. Life is better as a loader. Safe boating, everyone. Come back, bear. Come back here, you barnacle-bitten swab. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at worldofboating.com. <gasps> Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the world of boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN. Ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.